Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Beat down the middle. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Back with my man Dan in the studio. But before we get started on episode five, I have to admit, last week I called it episode five. <laughs> so I started out, but later on I called it episode four. So I just yeah. want everyone to know this is not an alternative universe. Like I've talked about before, this is the real. Oh, epi- this is the actual. Okay. This is the real episode five. So don't be confused. What we're doing now is pause to reflect. Thank you. Very good. We'll get to yeah, that later. You. So uh, first off, <laughs> obviously, there was no UCLA game uh, last week. No. But we would like to give a couple shout outs to a few players from the Bruins. Uh, number one being Caleb Wilson, the tight end, was the only player from the Bruins that was able to make the first team Pac-12 team. And now, do you know what that is, Dan? No. No. Is it like an all-star thing? Yeah. It is? Very similar. Oh, okay, good. Very similar. I hope the listeners... They know. Well, if this is the first time, as a reminder, producer Dan doesn't know a goddamn thing about sports. No, very little. But I can guess some stuff. So it's like an all-star team. It's kind of like an all-star team. Did you say 10 or 12? (laughs) Pac-12 now. Pack 12 now? Yeah. Okay. Now it's Pack Pac 12 now. <laughs> Pack 12 now. Hey, welcome to Pack 12 now. <laughs> so it's Pack 12 all a first team. Okay. Basically, like your, your first team all conference, basically. Gotcha. Number two okay. uh, is um, there was a guy, a DB, a Darius Pickett, who also made the second team all Pack 12 team. So congratulations to both of those guys. Awesome. Um, and Darius Pickett is also an all academic. All American, so he wow. cares about seriously. So he's one of the few <laughs> that cares about both. So we appreciate that. Um, uh, don't forget, I, I as a reminder, we will be getting into UCLA hoops. Even though I'm not a hoops expert, I am an expert of all things Bruin. Right. So we will get into that. I'm going to do a nice interview with Chip Kelly. His people haven't gotten back to me yet, but I guarantee I will get Chip Kelly on prior to the uh, beginning of. Even the beginning of the recruiting season, I guarantee it. Uh, Pac-12 championship, wow, real barn burner. Uh, and what I mean by that, Dan, is that I think the score was like ten to six. Yeah, UW. Remember, you know, we talked about that before versus Utah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your defensive battle. UW won. They're going to the Rose Bowl, and I got a great story later. I'm going to get to because remember I told you I was going to Detroit. Yeah, so I, was, I remember that very well, yes. i got a great story I'll get to later about where I was watching the uh, Pac-12 championship game. Don't let me forget. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so UW versus Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, which I will be in attendance. You know what, Dan? Maybe you should join me. Take you to a... Are big, you serious? I'm, I am. I, I actually am. Is it outdoors? Yes. <laughs> uh, really? Because it is raining now? Yeah. And it's going to be... And then you'll be coughing even more. Right. We have gotten some feedbacks from some of our, our uh, loyal listeners that they're like, can that dude stop coughing? Yeah, listen, I am uh, <laughs> I am officially at the end of my second round of antibiotics. This okay. is not a normal thing. All right, good. It's rainy here in L.A., so it's making it a little because worse. Because um, if yeah, that was going to be nasty. the case forever. Yeah, well, I'm fired. Well, not fired. We, you would still produce, but we'd have to bring someone else in. 
Yeah, for on the mic. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. It's okay. We're good. All right. So then, uh, my apologies to everyone. No problem. So I was right about the the college football playoffs. Uh, well, I wasn't necessarily right, but it kind of fell out exactly what we thought was going to happen, uh, which was, you know, Alabama won. It's Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. All right, so those are the four teams that are going to play in the semifinals. Right. And then the finals will be on January 7th, which I'm also going to be in attendance. <laughs> that one you're not coming to, though, because the tickets are going to be a little more expensive. But let me ask you a I question. I will be able to afford you. Just so everybody's on the same page. Uh-huh. Is it normal that someone can rattle all that off with no notes? Me? No, you, just like people. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that knows sports, yes. Oh, really? Because uh, I was—I I just want you to know—I was very impressed. You're sitting here with no notes, and you're just like, "Yeah, Notre Dame, Clemson, whatever." You should. Did you hear my? I mean, do you know how many things go on in this brain? A lot of things. A lot of things. Yeah, I'm scared uh, to know. <laughs> me too. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next, I want to talk about coaching changes. So, Dan. Yeah. You, this is your first year doing this with me, and I expect to do this for 10, 20 years at least. At least. Yeah. Um, so what happens in this time of year, every year, is that there's coaching changes in college football, and they start, and very rarely do they start happening like this in the NFL, but definitely in college. Yeah. And then soon you'll start having it in the NFL, and then after the season's over, obviously in the NFL that happens. But we're going to talk about some co- college coaching changes first, big one being Urban Meyer. Do you, do you know that guy? He's the coach at Ohio State. Oh, used, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Urban Meyer. Sure. <laughs> used to coach at Florida. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Florida? Do you, you ever heard of Tim Tebow? I've heard of. Fl- oh, Tim Tebow. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the, like the world's best, greatest human ever. Yes. Exactly. We talked about, I talked about him on before I joined you. But but not to get back into Tim Tebow, but Urban Meyer was uh, won a, a national championship at uh, Florida, too, and then went, went to Ohio State, where he's like from Ohio or something. Anyway, my point is, is that his, his, uh, his, his sort of legacy up until you know, last year was was going to be pretty pretty strong. Yeah. Then all of a sudden he gets uh, uncovered. They uncover that he knew about one of his assistant coaches that was a domestic abuser, and he uh. he, he hit it and blah blah blah. Right. So I'm only bringing that up because we're going to talk about the NFL later. We've had some more domestic abuse issues there. Um, not going to get on that uh, you know uh, you know that topic uh, right. any more it's, than it's a dicey topic. It, all I'm saying is that that's affected his legacy. And if you look back, and if you're going to be critical of that, then you might well, as well you go, have to, right. go back to Florida, which I read a story, if anyone hasn't read this story. So he, Aaron Hernandez, that was a guy I guarantee you don't know, but most of our listeners do. He was a superstar tight end in Florida, played tight end for the Patriots, and mm. then got arrested for killing somebody and then got killed himself in jail. All right. So, you know. oh, I think I actually just heard about that on yeah. the ra- on the radio. Seriously. Right. Seriously. Okay. So Urban Meyer went to his this dude's high school up in Connecticut, Aaron Hernandez, mm-hmm. and convinced the principal to allow him to get him to graduate early. So he so he oh. he joined Florida early at 17 years old and he was clearly not like mature enough. He had some dad, you know, dad issues, blah yeah. blah blah. Like thrust into the spotlight too quick, blah blah blah. I'm not blaming Urban Meyer for no, 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 for Aaron Hernandez's death, but you know, come on. Like, if you're gonna, if it's you start tainting his image uh, because of what happened at Ohio State, then you might as well keep looking because right. the shit that was going on at Florida back then was probably way worse. But it was 2005 when not everyone had everyone had a cell phone, but not everyone had a video recorder right. in their pocket. Right, right. right. I mean, because if you think about it, it's like. 
every single human being on the planet has the ability to take a video. Yes, <laughs> right and distribute it to the entire planet in 10 seconds. Right. Yeah. So so I think it, I'm pretty sure shit was going down, but moving on. Uh, next coach. So it, And he's going to re- be replaced by a guy named Ryan Day, who is mm-hmm. the current co-offensive coordinator. I want to hint or remind everybody of this. So Oklahoma, mm-hmm. another top, you know, again, team in the semifinals, top four team. They lost Bob Stoops, great coach for them, national championships, and an icon at Oklahoma. They replaced Bob Stoops with an internal guy, a guy that was already on the staff, mm-hmm. Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. And Lincoln Riley's doing awesome. They're already back to the semifinals. So Ohio State is doing the same thing. They're bringing in an internal guy that should keep the train going. I bring that up because UCLA has never hired an internal guy, (laughs) unfortunately, you know? (laughs) So, um, so I, I hope, you know, I, I like, I I want Ohio state to stay strong. I'm not concerned about that, but I I did like the way that they did that similar to Oklahoma next cliff Kingsbury to USC. Now you don't know who cliff Kingsbury is, but he's one of the youngest uh, head coaches. He was at Texas tech you know, good-looking guy, ex-quarterback. Oh, dear. You know those I, guys. Yeah, you know how they are. Um, so he's coming, in my opinion, I know it's the offensive coordinator job at a, you know, a, uh, a bigger school at mm-hmm. USC. Mm-hmm. But it's still, in my opinion, a little bit of a, a step backwards considering you were a head coach. Right. And I would only tell the USC listeners out there, because I'm sure we have some, oh, sure. or at least some people that appreciate college football, is – Remember the name Lane Kiffin. Uh, And Lane Kiffin was an offensive coordinator, then a head coach, and now he's bounced around all over the place. I'm not saying that Cliff Kingsbury has the same same issues that uh, Lane Kiffin had, but I just want the USC faithful to be weary of some of the same shit that happened with uh, Lane Kiffin. Um, Moving on, Mel Tucker to Colorado. Now, Now you're talking about a Georgia defensive coordinator. Okay. I still believe that defense wins championships. So Colorado, who I have a soft spot in my heart for, I wanted to go to Colorado first, ended up going to UCLA. But so I have a soft spot in my heart. I like to see Colorado strong. So I think Mel Tucker is going to do that. I like the the, the gritty defensive minded coach. My, I was re- thinking about that today when we were when I was getting ready for the uh, the show. And you know, my first jersey I ever bought was a Coy Detmer. Nike Colorado jersey. And for for the for <laughs> yeah. the anyone that is over the age of 35 that's listening or in potentially between the ages of 35 and 45, you remember the Nike jerseys that came out back then and this was in probably 1996 or 97 where they had the stripe like a, a stretchy side and then the net in the middle and it and I remember my mom uh, and dad were like so mad that I bought it because it was like $80 or something. Yeah, it was like yeah. ridiculously expensive, but it was a legit Nike jersey. Right. It was like right when Nike was really becoming like, you know, big in the college uh, football scene. So I, that brought brought back some memories there. I hope it did for, you know, for the folks listening as well. Uh, then next, Aaron Rodgers. Like I've joked about Aaron Rodgers being like the golden boy uh, uh, before uh, on, on previous episodes, but how about Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Green Bay Packers gets fired. Then a defensive coach, Winston Moss, sends out a tweet basically insinuating that Aaron Rodgers is not a great leader. 
Oh. He gets fired. Oh. So now there's this whole bit, you know, every, now every, people are coming out of the woodworks about here. Aaron Rodgers is, is like, you know, tough guy to play with, and they're making it seem like LeBron James is similar. So when you're the best, oh, you're geez. the hard to play right. for, blah, blah, blah. Next, NFL outlook. All right. So first of all, we only got one more month left on uh, the NFL playoffs. And let's get a quick recap for everybody that <laughs> doesn't pay attention to sports like you. <laughs> so on the AFC side, that's the American Football Conference, Dan. Thank you. We got the Patriots in the top of their division, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Houston Texans, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So yeah. Patriots are always good. Kansas City, they got a fantastic young quarterback. <clears throat> They're going to be in the playoffs, both of those teams, mm-hmm. obviously. Houston is coming on strong. I don't see – if you're going to go to – uh, Vegas and put some money on an, uh, a decent odds, like a good odds a good mm-hmm. return yeah, yeah. Uh, to win the Super Bowl. My money, that would be on Houston. Okay. I don't know what the exact odds are, but I can look that up. Pittsburgh, you know, I don't. I see Pittsburgh fizzling out, although I am a Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah? I am a Steelers fan. I do see them fizzling out, and if they make it, they're not, they're not going to do much. Uh, on the wild card side, the Chargers, mm-hmm. right? The hometown mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. We'd like to see them. That'd be great. Absolutely. That'd be good for business. It'd be very good. And Baltimore right now, and then people still in the mix, Miami, Indianapolis, Denver, and Tennessee. Tennessee's on again tonight, uh, Marcus Mariota. It seems like he's been getting a lot of airtime on national TV lately, which is fine with me. I, I love the way he plays, and I think he's a, a, going to be a big star. Um, Miami, pff, they're done. Indianapolis, we're not sure yet. And Denver, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure... I can't tell you. I, I'm not. I haven't decided about Denver yet. I think they might have a chance. I haven't been a huge fan of, of Keenum, but he's he's doing all right. And I love John Elway. Who doesn't love John? Remember him? Do you know I him? I do. All yeah. right. Yeah. All right, Dan. Okay. <laughs> On the <laughs> NFC side, we have the Rams, who's another. They are in Los Angeles. Absolutely. New Orleans, Saints, Chicago yes. Bears, yes. and the Dallas Cowboys. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. I was listening to Stephen A. Smith today, and he's talking. I went on a rant on how much he hates the Cowboys, especially because <laughs> he hates the Cowboy fans. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate the Cowboy fans, but there's something about the Cowboys that I don't love. Like oh, I, you don't love the actual the actual Cowboys. Not the guys that ride horses. No, no, no. The, the, the football team. Yeah, the with football the helmets team. and everything. With yeah. the star. They're called America's team, and I get it that they have been called America's team for a long time, but it's time to change that. They're not America's team anymore, and I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, maybe I was too young, but I don't understand how they ever became America's team just because Jerry Jones thinks they're America's team. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, that sounds like when you start calling yourself the king of pop or whatever. You just, right. Like, you give yourself well, this moniker. Although, well, well, if Michael analogy, Jackson, but, if Michael Jackson right. calls himself the king of pop, I'm not arguing. Yeah, that's true. When Justin Timberlake, if he calls himself the no. king of pop, I'm yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. He wouldn't even sing for your show. Right. Yeah. And, I, and, and he, it hasn't even been rescheduled yet. Did he ever write you back? No, he hasn't yet. God, so he's not the king of anything. No, he's not. He's the king of. He's the king of assholes. So what? What makes the Cowboys America's team? I just don't know. Someone just decided. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because there's a star on the helmet sticker. I don't know, or because Texas everything's bigger in Texas. I, don't, I have no idea. So forget them. But let's talk about the Bears, baby. So I, I got. I okay, got, no, yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to go to at least the first Chicago Bears playoff game. Yeah. Um, shout out to all the, my, the, my Bears peeps, uh, especially the you know the help and family. Um, and uh, going to go to at least that game. Can't yep. wait. Because awesome. I, th- I think we might be decent. I think we might put something together. <laughs> uh, but the Rams, though, I saw the Rams play again. We'll get to that later about Detroit. I was in Detroit, saw that game. Right. Yeah, it was like, it looked like they were out. 
late the night before. Oh, seriously? And I'll tell that, us. That, I got a good story about that too later. Um, about being out later. About the no, game. about the Rams <laughs> being out late. <laughs> uh, New Orleans, they could be a sleeper. No one would have thought that this right. you know old short quarterback Drew Brees. Like I mean, keep keep uh, thinking he's not going to come back, and all of a sudden he's potentially MVP. So I'm happy for him. Like, like to see that. Uh, one more thing on the NFL, though. Actually, two more things. Okay. So Kareem Hunt, running back, gets in trouble. You know, video surveillance that TMZ. It's like TMZ always seems to find everything. Yeah, they're everywhere. It's unbelievable. Well, it's like you said, though. Everybody has a video camera, and I think now they just send it to TMZ. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and I was thinking about that. Can you imagine if everyone on the planet had camera phones in their pockets even 50 years ago? Oh my my, my point, point is that the apocalypse would have already happened. Oh, yeah, for sure. Can you imagine for if, sure. if they filmed some of the shit that went down in the civil rights era or like uh, – you know, you even go further back, like you're know, like, how about oh, yeah. how about any, when any how, how, about, how about the first time we met the Native Americans, right? You're know, like, hey, <laughs> hey, I want to shake your hand. Poof, you're Let's dead. take a selfie. <laughs> take a selfie. Slice his throat. You know, like I mean, all that shit. Can you yeah. imagine? No, the, the type of there stuff, would definitely the, have been some sort of apocalypse like by the, now. Yeah. The, thank you. And in the 24 hour news cycle, I want to just I want to get on. Don't want to stay on this rant for too long, but I and hey, like I'm all about information, but. Like the amount of information and the amount of like uh, random people's ability to make comments and like, yeah, check right, on, right. Like, like we're not supposed to have access. I don't no. think we're we should. Because right. no. and, and 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 again, social media is not going away. And I mean, for no. God's sakes, we're on a podcast and we put it on some sort of a thing, you know, sure. whatever. So I'm not, I'm not, I can't completely crush the concept of social media because we are, but you'll notice I don't do social media. I did notice that. Which, which is hurting the show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> but, but again, like I'm not trying to be. No, absolutely. But like, yeah, do we need everybody's opinion on everything all day long, 24 hours a day between infomercials? No. No. You know, no, and, and like, please. does everyone deserve to have that sort of voice? It's like sometimes, like I guarantee, I don't know the su- the suicide statistics, but I guaranteed suicides are up. Oh, they're they're way up. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. so when does social media get credit for the suicides? I would hope soon, because <laughs> in my opinion, that's the only fucking answer. Well, everyone is trying to be an Instagram star. That's a that's a very taxing career path. And I noticed that the other day they were talking about high school football players in California, like the top high school kids. And when mm. they were going, it was like a Thanksgiving thing. And talk, we didn't talk about this last week. And they were given the statistics, like here's XYZ kid that's from XYZ high school. And uh, um, you know, here's where he's going to college. Mm-hmm. And then it shows how many Instagram followers these high school kids have. I was like, are you It's part of a, like a news story? Yes. It's like it, promoting oh, how many Instagram followers a high school football player has, I, I, which then led me Suddenly to believe, that's a metric of their value on a team? I guess. And then so then I thought, well, I need maybe need to get an Instagram account. Yeah. Just uh, Corey, well. <laughs> we did start posting pictures, which I, I wanted to say thank you on that. We did start posting some of the oh, Something's yeah. Bruins, something Bruin pictures on the website, which I thought was a good idea. It's some, it's, somethingsbruin.com. So thank you. No G. And oh, you know what? I forgot to mention one of our sponsors. This episode is, is, is being brought to us by smartbeers.com. Forgot to mention that. Mm. Um, they're probably going to be mad. Probably. And our friends at Smart Beers, remember... We want to remind everyone during the holiday season that if you're going to drink beer, make sure you drink smart. Uh, moving on. Alex Smith. 
quarterback for the yeah. Washington Redskins, breaks his leg in a terrible injury. Do you remember Joe Theismann? I do. Okay, so this is a, a uh, eerie sort of connection. So he invented the trophy. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, oh, that's sorry. Heisman. Oh, but sorry. that's great. Isn't that great? And that just proves, because that was that was off the cuff, and that See just there? proves how little you know about sports. That's right. So anyone thinks that this is an act, just no. learn no, no, that no. it's not. No. That was great, Dan. Good Thank job. You. Thank you very uh, much. Anyway, so Joe Theismann broke his leg terribly. People, many, many people consider it to be one of the worst injuries ever on TV type of thing. Mm. Alex Smith was you know, terrible as well. Happens in almost the exact same game, like 133rd game of Joe Theismann, 134th of Alex Smith. Seriously? On almost the exact same yard line, on like literally the exact same day of the of the month. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously? Crazy. I got one word for you. Conspiracy. Right. What do we say? This one was not the Russians. Maybe the Saudi. Uh, it's the Saudis. Yeah, this they, one was they the hacked Saudis. into the for players sure. or something. Yeah, the crown prince. He right. did that. Absolutely, no question. He he ordered the broken leg. Okay, moving on. Can't wait to, to talk about this next section. So as Uh-oh. I mentioned earlier, <laughs> really went to Detroit. Yes. For a little bit longer than I wanted to. There was, you know, like a, like a restaurant conference going on. We had a, I mentioned we had a client meeting on on Friday. But listen to this three-day sandwich. <laughs> so, Chicago Bulls fan, obviously, obviously, from Chicago. Obviously. Go to the Chicago Bulls game on Friday night, the okay. Golden State Warriors game on Saturday night. <laughs> okay. It's and not then, even Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And the Rams game, Rams-Lions game on Sunday. Okay. So, now I'm going to tell a couple anecdotal stories what happened in between some of these big events. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, first of all, I had never been to Detroit all right, never, which is shocking that to is me. That is shocking, yeah. I mean, I grew up going to the southwest corner of Michigan every weekend in the summer. We had you know, a place on a lake and a boat and everything, but never made it to the east side. The furthest I ever made it was Ann Arbor, which is about an hour, I think, and a half west of, of Detroit. Mm. Did you know that Detroit is on the other side of the river of Canada? I, oh, yeah, it is. Like, yeah, literally when, right on the river, right? Yeah, Windsor, yeah. Canada. So, and I thought to myself, well, we're shit. Let's we're go right to there. Canada. Let's go, right. And you you look at our southern border, and it appears that you can easily. It's pretty easy to get across yeah. our southern border. Yeah. I got a job. I got all kinds of shit going on. I can't even get to Canada without a passport. Are you serious? And I thought, like, you know what? What's what is the Tr- big Trudeau deal? standing there checking everybody's ID or yeah. something? Really? The the, the, the uh, <laughs> Really? Yeah, the Mounties. What the Mounties? Yeah, yeah, Mounties. Anyway, so I, I wanted to go, but I couldn't. So then, what I did was took a tour of the city. Right? You want to know how I toured the city? The city of Detroit? On those little blade scooters. Seriously. Uh Uh-huh. Freezing cold. (laughs) All right. You're touring Detroit, Motor Uh, City, on a little electric scooter in December. That's my point. Okay. So the big three, can you name the big three automakers? I sure can. Ford. Mm Mm-hmm. Chevrolet. And? And uh, the largest one. Chrysler. Close. GM. Damn it. Crazy. Well, wait. Oh, wait. I said Chevy. That that's Chevy's actually part of General Motors, right? No. Not anymore? Mm-mm. Never were? No. I'm so confused. Me too. Doesn't Jeep own Chrysler now, or is it the other way around? I think it's the other way around. Or Jaguar you know owns? 
We're we shouldn't talk about this because now, now my, my like you said earlier about how I riled off that shit about football. Right, we're not doing a good job on that. So let's keep moving. Well, what it is now, people know I'm an idiot. Period. And not just about sports. <laughs> well, I actually look bad there too. So now we both. We'll blame. I'll, I'll edit you out. Yeah, we'll we'll look at that later. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank God we don't have a running little th- where people can comment like these no, fucking idiots. Be, right. Exactly. Like we'd, all we'd we would see is these fucking right idiots. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So moving on. We could arrange that though. So the city though. It almost makes you feel like you're in Gotham City. It's a very old city, yeah, a, almost a very gritty city. Uh, the brick, it just looks like, not dirty, but like gritty. But it's like heavy, right? Yeah, very gritty and strong. And uh, lots of millennials moving back uh, into the city. It's mm-hmm. almost like a That's Brooklyn great. revival, yeah, like a Harlem I revival. If you've, I'm sure you've, you, know, you, you go back to, to the East mm-hmm. Coast. Um, but like Brooklyn, Harlem is... Like Brooklyn's coming back. Like oh, yeah. the, Brooklyn's it's not, not just what it the automotive. The yeah. It's just not the automotive business anymore. Um, had a fantastic time just kind of looking around and feeling. I like I liked the energy. Stayed at the a hotel called the Weston Book Cadillac, right downtown. This is apparently I, my one of the guys that I work with. He he booked it for me. Um, he's actually from Detroit too, and he must have picked the right place because the. Rams players stayed there. Oh. The Colorado Avalanche players were staying there. And then when we were leaving on Sunday, the Oklahoma City Thunders players were moving in. That's the spot. So moving on to that my story about the Rams being out a little late, I was I was like getting a, a coffee and or a drink in the like the uh like the little like the uh, you know store at the bottom of the hotel. Oh yeah, okay. And sure. one of the D linemen was buying oh. a giant box of condoms. <laughs> And when was this? What time of day? The night, the night before. Nice. Like I was like, okay, all right, all right. Well, that's, that seems like that seems like a lot of them. Yeah, a gross, <laughs> but, okay. extra large. But hey, all at right, least safe sex. Sure, <laughs> good. So uh, anyway, so after the Pistons game, so the Pistons game, Pistons the Bulls on Friday night. Mm-hmm. So remember, I said about the uh, Pac-12 championship. Yeah. So I get literally tickets right behind the scores table, in between the two players' benches, second row. Oh my for goodness. like three hundred and fifty bucks a piece, those same which which my point is I got a, I was allowed to watch the the Pac twelve championship game that was in a hallway, ten feet away from my seats because we were in the club <laughs> level. Everything yeah. was all free drinks and free oh food. So like an idiot, my my buddy and I we or walk in with like we, as soon as we get in we buy a beer. And we walk into the area. They're like, "What are you, <laughs> are you doing, doing with those twenty dollars beers? Is everything's free in here?" Like, "Oh well, then here you take it." <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I got to watch the Pac-12 championship and oh my goodness, almost be on the floor. Yeah. My point. I'm not trying to drop money, but my point is, is that the following day for the Golden State game, Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. Steph Curry, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin Durant, those same tickets were eighteen hundred dollars. Oh hi. <laughs> And then I was realized that's when he found out that the Golden State Warriors are a little bit bigger draw, yep, which I knew. Yeah, but I didn't think it was going to be that much different. Yeah, that's pretty I, big that's years. a big difference. Yeah, I thought it might be like a thousand, but eighteen hundred was a different. So I didn't do that. So I was we, we sat on the other side in another exclusive club area, <laughs> um, with all you could drink and eat, and watch some of the Saturday games, the Saturday games, and watch basketball from like fifteen rows up. So this is That's again awesome. art of humble bragging. But but you're able to just do that same day or day before, just go in and, and buy those kind of tickets. Yes, yeah, StubHub. It's unbelievable. Wow. I don't want they didn't pay us to, for this episode. No, you're but, just mentioning. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, no, I don't want to mention them. They're oh, yeah, don't paid. mention them. They don't need to. Them. Right. They need to. They've got cash. Jesus Christ. Oh, and the and the, the fees for per ticket is skyrocketing. It's oh, unbelievable. It's nuts. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Back to it, it's a technology company. So like once you build that technology. <laughs> right. Cash you know, in, baby. It's it's like oh, I can I can take on as many users as you need. Right. Just start slowly ratcheting up the fees. Mm-hmm. Profit margins increasing. Right. You know, it's like it's crazy because like in the R and D in a technology company is nothing like the R and D in a drug company. Right. Right. I mean, for God's sakes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, it's like it's like, when are we? I know again, I'm not going to try to get political and go after these you know big companies, but like, I mean, like seriously, like you f- are fucking raping me on the fees there. Right. raping me right okay and so what can you do about it nothing yeah. so i want to talk about something that happened after the saturday game okay, okay. so it's a golden okay. state game again i mentioned the guy i was with was from detroit so he's got some friends that still live in detroit and one of his friends is a member at the detroit athletic club it's like this mm. the, the bougiest mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. exclusivist mm-hmm. most is, is exclusive is the word it is now <laughs> in in the city. So I, I show up like you need a collar. Thank God I had a collar, but this guy didn't. So oh, he no. like, we had to go get a collar. And all of a sudden we're upstairs smoking cigars on like sure. the top floor, the, yeah. looking at, you know, looking at the big threes, you know, uh, 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 buildings. Nice. Thinking, you know what? This is probably what this it was is- like back in the day. You know, this, day like taking it. I'm not a big cigar smoker. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to make it like I'm kind of like, you do you inhale or not? Like, am I smoking no. a blunt or right. am I smoking right. a cigar? Right. Um, but you're up there like Lee Iacocca. Just <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay, just feeling sure. it. Feeling good. Yeah. Go from there to a casino. Now, when I say casino and, and, and somebody that I'm not you know trying to get into the mafia either, but someone in the mafia originally was more powerful in Detroit than they were in Illinois, and I'll explain what I mean. Mm. So when I was growing up, and even still, I believe to this day, you can't have a casino in Illinois unless it's someone on the river. Like, you remember from the movie Ozarks, or mm-hmm. the show Ozarks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how he had to put that riverboat up on, a, um, on water? Yeah. That's how it is in Illinois, too, in the Mississippi River or, like, on the Lake Michigan type of thing. Oh, yeah? Okay. In Detroit, they have three legit... Vegas-type style casinos oh my God, really? in the middle of the fucking city. Oh. I've noticed I said the F word a couple of times. Yeah, so. yeah, well, Should I, just, I cut it out? No. No, no, no. no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Don't cut it out. I mean, there can't be kids listening to this. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Um, so they've got three casinos? Three now? casinos. So we went to the Greek one in Greek town. Shout out to my, my Greek boys. I only have a few close Greek friends, but because you can only have a few close Greek friends. <laughs> I can promise you that. Because they're, they're, they're so passionate. They, yeah, like, they'll wear you out. Well, and, and they don't like outsiders. Oh, is that right? <laughs> well, not nice. really. But they don't love them. Um, anyway, so go to the casino after the game. After the Do- after Detroit cigars? Athletic Club, yeah, after okay. cigars, you know, have, you know, having a good time, gambling on blackjack, win a little, winning a little bit of money, mm. and I'm, I'm, and it's crowded. And when I say crowded, I mean crowded with all walks of the socioeconomic spectrum. Yeah. Okay. okay? You follow me? Yeah, I do. Like we're talking like homeless people, like gambling, like and guys in suits, right? Right. And right. gals in suits. Um, so. I go over to the roulette table, and it's crowded with a socioeconomically diverse group of people. Sure. And I roll up right as, like, the, there's, you know, you play roulette, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You have? Sure, many times. <laughs> so. I know what you're talking about. I, I've seen Heart 8. <laughs> 
That's that's craps. Oh, anyway. is that craps? That oh, was craps. It doesn't the, matter. There, there's a wheel and a ball in your. That's pet. it. Sure, that's I know what rule it is. So there's uh, uh, chips everywhere. I bet. I roll up. And I like right as he like is just about to hit, he spun the ball. So now you only got a couple more seconds, yeah, you right? Better, right? I like I go, hey, and I flick him a twenty five dollar chip. I, I literally, like, literally hey, flick him ping. like in a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he catches it. I go twenty five on black ten. Everyone's like, oh shit, you know, like like looking at me like I'm some high roller. Like you're a player, right? And I put it on my my football number, black ten. Oh yeah, sure. Twenty five. And then right after he puts my twenty five dollar chip down, he waves his arm like no more bets. Right. Ding 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 ding. Black ten. No. Swear to God. No. So. No. No. Place goes nuts. <laughs> I bet. At, I get paid out like 700 plus dollars in one swoop, right? Whoa. And then I just give everybody at the table like a, take it, everybody have a great evening. Like no. I just walk right up like a, <laughs> like as if, as if I can see the freaking future, right? Like, and, and you better believe when I walked away, I felt like I was like seven feet tall. Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. And it was almost like, and thank God. And I almost, I thought for a second I heard somebody say, like, isn't that the guy from Something's Ruin? And I thought, you have no idea. That's exactly yeah, who no I am. no idea. <laughs> so I thought there Dude, was- I, you must have had people following you around for yeah. the rest of the night, like whatever asking that guy does. Could, yeah, <laughs> asking me if I could borrow some money. Yeah. Well, that too, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I Holy did- Holy cow. I did, and, and one more socioeconomic story, though. Always bet on black. <laughs> exactly. A few, a uh, decent amount of homeless people, but had some extra pizza left over, offered it to a homeless guy. Yeah. He said, I'm gluten-free. I was like, is that gluten-free pizza? Are you kidding? Please I was like, see, you're joking. I swear to God. You're joking. I swear. I, was, <laughs> I said, I, I don't know, man. You want to give it a shot or not? Really? Homeless know. guy? We, you know, what's the worst? What's the worst, yeah, what's this worst thing that happens? Yeah, dude. Come you on. get a rash? Right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. I'm so, gluten-free. That's isn't that a good story, though, about the casino? It's it's gorgeous. And my my, yeah. my buddy can can attest to it. I oh felt it was God. so it was so cool. And that's and, it. You just play the one. That's it? One. Done. 25 on one number, it's 36 to one odds. Boom. That's actually 38 to one odds, but they pay you 36 to one, but there's 38 possible things. Sure. They pay you 36. Nice. Yeah. And you want to know the best part? That's not the first time I've done that on Black Town like that. Are you serious? Yeah, and I, there's some of the people listening, no. Seriously? See it, it multiple times. All right, times. I got to shadow you next time. Yeah. I got to see this. Yeah. Anyway, all right, moving on. So in closing... I appreciate you know my longtime producer Dan mm-hmm. uh, mentioning last week that he thinks that we, you know we should end and get in a little more detail with the pause laws. Mm-hmm. So as a reminder for maybe potentially our first time listeners, I can't we can't assume that everyone's been following us since the beginning. That's true. Here's a reminder: number one, these are the pause laws to the keys to success through positive thinking. Please get out a pen. Yeah, everybody. We'll give everybody a moment. Hold on. Okay, number one, keep a positive attitude at all times. Number two, don't forget to pause and reflect. Number three, always position yourself for success. Number four, remember a round of a pause. Number five, everyone needs some apostles. Number six, never play possum. And number seven, feel the pause and effect. So we're going to focus on pause line number one called keep a positive attitude at all times. Beautiful. So I know that sounds like a duh moment. Sure, sure. But it's not as easy as you think. And, you know, we're like, keep a positive attitude. No, a positive attitude is totally different. P-A-U-S. Exactly. Right. All right. So I want to tell you how I have done that in my life. So first, 
you know, you know, I was a football player. My, oh, that's right. My senior year of high school, we were undefeated. Going, we're, we're our, our four thousand kids in my high school undefeated. I get to play defense the last three games of my co- high school career. It's always what I wanted to play. I was like a, a linebacker stuck in a quarterback's body. So I play <laughs> play defense in the state finals in the first half. I throw for like a 10 of 11 for 115 yards. I rushed for 95 yards. I had a tackle for a loss on defense. I threw four touchdowns. Damn. And I had an interception on defense. Okay? Oh, my God. All in the first half. In, in one game, even. In the same final. In the first half. the first half. Nice. Point is, I go out in the third quarter, play defense again, mm-hmm. try and make a tackle, dislocate my shoulder. And up until that point, hadn't had any major injuries playing college or playing football since I was first grade. So I should have known that was like the beginning of the end. Mm -hmm. So that happens. Now I got a dislocated shoulder. I got to get back. I got to get ready for basketball season. I got to get ready for college. And and is this, you know, this is a rehab situation because if you don't rehab, then it's going to get worse. You got a big problem. So that was the first example of keeping a positive attitude from a football standpoint. Uh, and like needed to get back on it. Um, as a reminder, I started 34 games at UCLA. However, I got hurt every year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But I either got hurt at the right times or the wrong times because I still started 34 games. Right. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like of the games, most yeah. you probably can start is like 45. Maybe. Right. And that's like you're the best team in the country because now the playoffs and whatnot, you know, they play 13 games a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe that's more. But back then they weren't playing that many. So my, f- my freshman year, oh yeah, in college, mm-hmm. win the starting job. Yeah, first time I'm going to be the starter. I go out in the third game of my freshman year, playing Fresno State. Complete my first twelve passes. Right, I'm on fire. Oh, and I forget to come, come to the sideline in the in the offensive coordinator. We talked about him last week, Al Borges. Come to the sideline, Al Borges is like, hey, you're, hey, keep it up, man. <laughs> you're pretty good. You're fucking on fire. <laughs> I like, why don't you keep it up? Go out there try and run for a first down i fall on the ball and i bruise my sternum miss a couple games oh no miss a couple games come back throw for 300 yards as a freshman have a couple good games we're not very good blah 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 break my collarbone in the like the last second to last game oh out that season have you ever slept in a reclining chair like sitting up i mean i guess when you're in trouble once (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um well i had to do that way too much yeah, broken collarbone twice. Oh, okay, God, dude. And and like you just feel like you're 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 on a roll, and then all of a sudden you're screwed. Right, you're at zero. Right, right. You're so just like that, that that mental attitude that it takes to get back on the horse. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not you know saying that you only can understand this in, in a in a in a sporting environment where you're getting injured. It's every single thing. So my point is is that obviously I'm not going to break a leg. Most likely not going to break a leg walking into the office today. <laughs> Hopefully. But there's other things that are happening, and I'm using the same type of mentality and, and strength and mind strength that I had back then to get back on the horse and recover from these injuries because that was an extremely important part. So now I go through issues, whether it's you know it's financial or at, at work or business, whatever, and I keep a positive attitude at all times. And I don't think you would meet too many people that would that know me that would say, you know what? That guy just seems like he's always in a bad mood. You know, that guy right. just seems like he's right. always tired. Right. He doesn't right. have a lot of energy. And he just seems like an asshole. I, right. I highly doubt it. I could right. be wrong, but I doubt it. So how, what, what advice would you have for someone, though? Because you said that a 
positive attitude is different than a positive, like P-O-S, right? Positive attitude. How do we keep... You, you got to buy the book to get... Is that, yeah. is that where it is? Mm-hmm. Damn. It's just a little bit different. It's like it's yeah. like the, the positive... It's, like it's like a little bit... It's deeper, right? It's Exactly. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, because positive attitude... How do we pronounce this differently? Positive? No, pause. So like you, pause. positive attitude positive. is deeper because a positive attitude. Positive. Because um, it's not pronounced. Just like, P-O-S is not pronounced positive. It's positive. Positive. Positive, yeah. Whatever. We'll get into it later. Have, Next yeah. year, starting off first game of the season against Alabama, separated shoulder, first play oh, of the season. Okay. The first play. First play. Miss a couple games, come back that sophomore year, lead the Pac-10 in passing efficiency. Wait, you only missed, you only missed a couple of games? Yeah, a couple of games. Oh, came back and my. led the Pac-10 in passing efficiency. Nice. All right? With a shitty defense, and, a, and we, made, with, we had a shitty defense, and we were third in the uh, Pac-10. Play in the, role, uh, in the Sun Bowl. Fred, for those of you who remember, Freddie Mitchell throw for like 160 yards in the first half. The second to last play before halftime, I, th- I scramble a little bit, throw a bomb mm-hmm. down the left sideline. My receiver drops a perfect pass. So we have to run one more play before halftime. So Alvarez uh, from Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez, says, fuck that. Cornerback blitz this motherfucker <laughs> because I don't, that, that was almost a bomb for a touchdown, you idiots. Mm-hmm. So cornerback blitzes, I'm like, shit, okay, well, yeah. I'm going to have to get rid of this ball because right. that was a smart play. Yeah. Cornerback hits me perfectly, breaks my collarbone. <gasps> Gee, yeah. in the same in the same break or a new break? A new what? break. So oh, my collarbone dude. looks like a, a like a uh, you know like a Chinese uh, like a Chinese uh, um, street. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I was wasn't sure where to go with it. Yeah, street. Oh, I'll go with street. So you follow me? I do. And if we would have got cl- hurt a couple of times, and it's always like what, like the, the the fork in the road, right? If we right. catch if we if he catches the pass to play before. Then right. that, the next play doesn't happen, and I get to play the second half, and maybe I throw for 350 yards, right. and maybe we crush them. Instead, I get to, I have to sit out. We lose that game, and it's like the season ends on a sour note. Right. And and, and I'm, I'm not trying to be the lovable loser, because I am a Cubs fan, and we're no longer losers as a Cubs fan. <laughs> but you follow me on that? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. keep going, right? Next season, we go 6-0, and number three in the BCS. Nice. I mess up my thumb. We lose five games in a row. Dude. Okay. You know, we, we, and you're just consistently trying to like, keep, oh you know, keep, try and keep a positive attitude. Right, because lost you keep going to games in a row. But you're a going loss. to PT. Or you're getting, you're healing. Yeah, you're keeping. You and know, try you and keep, keep that back. attitude. Try and keep that positive attitude when you got a team fi- infighting. You right. got a coach that is not, you know, doing what he needs to do, and you got to keep that positive attitude, or this is going to blow up. So then you get to the senior year. My senior year, you know, physically fit looking good like this the you know there was a couple articles like front page of a couple magazines you know it's like we'll pause and the bruins have a hollywood ending right like Ooh. you know this has been three years we've had to deal with this right. guy for three years and like what's gonna happen right. you know decent season four and two at the time and you know, i was playing fine I, I would say if i finished that season i'd probably get drafted in the fifth or sixth round you know late rounds but definitely get a legitimate chance to play in the NFL, in my opinion. And if anyone disagrees, fuck off. Um, <laughs> Corey just, at somethingsbrewing.com. Yeah, if you did, email me. Um, so seventh game of the year, national TV okay. on TNT, third down, change the play at the line of scrimmage, break my leg, completed the pass, though. Hold on. So, 
for a first down. <laughs> Never forget Craig Bragg, and he was in slot, runs a quick corner route because I saw the blitz. But my right tackle gets beat, my left tackle gets beat, and my leg snaps kind of like Joe Theismann. Not quite Ooh. as bad, but it's definitely snapped. Yeah. And my buddy I talked about last week, Mike Seidman, he, he's like, Corey, I actually heard your bone break. <gasps> So I know immediately, like I'm right. yelling just because it's from the shock because my bone had snapped in two places, but it didn't come out of the skin. So I'm like, I'm just screaming because of the shock. Not, you know, oh, yeah. this isn't painful. This is shocking. Right. So I'm like, ah, ah, ah. And at the same time, finally, when I started to calm down, I'm like, my fucking career is over, dude. Like, this is <laughs> fucking done. There's no way. So when did you start having that thought? Like, like as soon literally. as I stopped yelling. Oh, seriously? <laughs> as soon as I, and so then I got tears in my eyes because I'm now I'm sad. Right. And they got the camera in my face on national TV. Oh, thank you. As I'm about to get carted off the field. And I look in the camera and I say, with my helmet still on, tears in my eyes, college career over, most likely football career pretty much over. And I look in the camera and I say, at least I completed the pass. And so then, and you, and if you were watching the footage, you got the the announcers. The, the announcers like, you know what? And I drive away, and they show you right, driving sure, away. Yeah. And then the announcers are go, uh, you know, that's the kind of guy he is. You know, like heart of like big heart, blah right, blah right. blah. Basically saying he's not very good, but he's got a great attitude. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so they're like, that's the kind of guy he is. And then they, right. then they go. The game goes on, right? They don't stop well, the whole game. Yeah. And then they go. So move first and ten. So anyway, moving on. Anyway, uh, never brought up again. Whatever, he'll be fine. So uh, yeah. can you imagine though? Like you then, oh. like, and that was I had to get over that right before then try and be a professional football player, which I was for a very brief time. Right. But then like get into the real world with a yeah, history after, de- with a history degree. <laughs> right. I mean, what what right. do I do with this? Yeah, there's <laughs> no crowd cheering you on. As oh, you know right. what? I'll be a professor. How about that? Oh, that I'm, sounds. I mean, like... come on, get out of here. So my point is, is that hopefully you get the point. Right. If anyone knows what it's like to keep a positive attitude that I just described the ones that happened from a football standpoint at a time when I was somewhat of kind of a big deal. Right. Right, Like maybe get a chance to play professional football for millions of dollars, like, you know, on the cover of magazines, like being interviewed in the second largest media market in the country, blah, blah, blah. Like it's it was it was a big it was kind of a big deal. Um, And you lose that and you're undoubtedly depressed. But I was depressed for, I would say, the the minimal, the the, the smallest amount that a yeah. human being could be depressed. Is that right? Yeah. So that's that's my, you know, yes, I patted myself on the back Good on job. that. So moving on, it's holiday season, obviously. Oh, true. So I want to remind everyone to not be that guy or girl at the holiday party. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about, Dan. Right? I think so, yeah. So just don't be that person. I, I, I can't stand that person. It was a house, and we never got to talk <laughs> in the office. <laughs> I really think you're awesome. I, like, you like you do so many great things. And the way you treat me is so nice, and I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just don't be that person. All right? All right, so till next time, have a great rest of your day, afternoon or evening. And remember, with a positive attitude. Something's always brewing. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.